and Zachary Levi. Okay, that's fine. Brian Callan wasn't in the film, but <laughs> was he in this film? Sorry, I am actually going to look it up now. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Movie Explaining to My Girlfriend, a movie rewatch podcast where a movie nerd tests the limits of his long-suffering partner's patience by forcing her to watch a movie and then listen to a variety of useless information about said movie. I'm your host, Connor Quinlan. I'm joined by my co-host and partner, Andrea Tai. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Connor. So, just to recap last week, I, I got some rinsing from my Boston accent. And all I did, I think, did was I didn't they departed. I think that's all I said. But it's woeful. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's not good. I'm I'm definitely doing a bit of a uh, what's the word? A caricature of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so that isn't actually. I did put no effort into learning a Boston accent. Okay. Uh, just apologies if I offended people <laughs> with my accent. Uh, we've been busy the last week doing a lot of adulting. Yeah. Like, we're very busy adults. We are. Going back to school. Back to school, both of yeah. us. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of unnerving to the point. I think, did we watch anything other than this week's movie? I don't think so. We've been kind of watching mindless stuff. We've been watching National Treasure on Disney, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And it's really good. Sorry, it's not the Nicolas Cage National Treasure. <laughs> no. Okay, that is brilliant. That is a future podcast episode. Yeah, no, this is National Treasure starring Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, it's um, so good. Well, it's, it's very grim. It's like ITV show, I think, yeah. ITV. Uh, very grim, very good acting, though. Yeah, excellent. I would recommend Ooh. it to anyone who likes those yeah, kind of it's dark four parts. TV We're only shows. halfway through, we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to getting back to that. Will you crack on to this week's film? Yep. I can't so, wait. So, yeah, for episode 10, as per Andrea's choice, we watched Todd Phillips's 2019 Oscar nominated DC film Oscar nominated Mm -hmm. Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix Robert De Niro Francis Conroy and Zazie Beetz can I say so I have the Blu-ray of this Mm -hmm. and on the front it has Joaquin Phoenix Robert De Niro Joker that's what it says on the front okay it's like Robert De Niro is barely in it yeah but they're just gonna put the big big face names there yeah 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 yeah. I understand that Um, because Francis Conroy is in it more she's she plays his she mother. She is actually, yeah, but I, 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 you wouldn't know her by name. A lot of people wouldn't, so they're mm. faster going to look at. She's De Niro. your one from uh, American Horror Story. That's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you know, that. but I think she does have a crazy history of. I don't, yeah. I don't know too much about her, but she, she's good. She's good. Um, so, mad thing about this film, we in a way owe our relationship to this film. We do. So. About, I don't know, how many months before our first date? Well, we, it was about a month before I met you. It was a month before we first met, for yeah, sure. But then stalker. it was months later. So I had already followed Andrea on Instagram. Because mm-hmm. we have a friend in common. She posts up a picture and you were dressed as Joaquin Phoenix's Joker mm-hmm. for Halloween, Halloween yeah. that year. Yeah, and I had to look it up because I thought the dates weren't right. But yeah, it came out... Uh, start of October yeah so yeah you loved this film so much so yeah it was it was a quite um, 
risque version of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Was. And I was like, who's that? I'm going to follow her. Photo <laughs> <laughs> to follow on Instagram. And then, and then randomly <laughs> met because Galway is Galway. Um, yeah, photo is to follow on Instagram. You definitely have to post that up. I will. Yeah. I will. Are we ever going to be posting like a past Halloween costume of yours or I'm the, am only I the only one? <laughs> when we watch Back to the Future. Oh, wow. Okay. That's the only okay. real film outfit I've worn. I okay. think my, the best outfit I've ever put together was just my brother Mark. I dress up as my brother Mark for okay. Halloween. You're really you. creative. As oh I yeah, I, I put no effort. It's I've have, I don't like Halloween. I don't like dressing. I, I did Lasso last year. Last year, you, the years year ago. before last, and yeah. that was really good. That was I. Did and you actually Lasso. looked like Jason Sudeikis as well. I was impressed. Sudeikis. 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 I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I I can't remember what it is now because you said it so weirdly. There. Uh, so tell me why you loved this film so much when you first saw it that uh, it stayed in your memory. I think all of it just it was one of those movies that it didn't feel too superhero-esque and I think yeah. you know you know I haven't hadn't seen the other Batman you films you haven't seen the Christopher Nolan ones yeah, yeah so at the time I was like I wasn't really immersed into those so I, I think it was easy for me to jump into this not thinking oh this is gonna be a superhero film and it wasn't it was totally about Joker and I think I liked that they it wasn't all like supernaturally or something mm. it was just this guy is not well and this yeah. is his story and I loved the the. I, there was so much Connor I can't even begin like yeah. I loved the soundtrack yeah. I loved oh it was just so well, good so Batman in general his world isn't that supernatural yeah but there's a, there's a bits of it there's but everything bits. is to do with scientists going crazy for sure making a fear toxin something that makes people go mad so everything is based kind of in not, I'm not going to say reality, but based in, within the realms of Oh reality. yeah, I agree with that, but I think it was just... But this film especially, it's just... It's very yeah. like mental health heavy and it's not bringing any supernatural... So I think that's... The reasons you liked it are kind of the reasons Joaquin Phoenix did it. Because I don't think oh. he wanted to do... He, did, he didn't necessarily want to do something where there was going to be a sequel. He definitely didn't want to be part of a universe. Okay. You know, like, he turned down Doctor Strange because of that. Hmm. Uh, so... Yeah, I think he, he liked the kind of... Uh, like the realism. The realism, but he, he liked how narrow the film's scope was. It was like about, it was a character study. It is. It's a yeah. massive character study, I agree. Yeah. Um, I So, when I first saw I went to see it twice in the cinema. Mm-hmm. And the first time, I was like, Jesus, Joaquin Phoenix is good. Oh, he's amazing in it. And then the second time, I was like, I don't love the film. Mm-hmm. I love him. Yeah. I, could you hear me scratching my knee? <laughs> I could there? hear you scratching. Um, I was just scratching my knee. It was my knee, folks. Calm down, okay? Um, yeah, no, I, I think the film is so reliant on his performance. Yeah. If you didn't have that, the whole thing would fall apart. And For I, sure. You can yeah. say that with a lot of films, but I, I just think, especially this one, because I don't think, and I'll get to it, I don't think there's a whole lot of originality with the film mm, yeah but that's that's it so I saw it twice in the cinema and I don't think I've seen saw, watched it again until, until this week I've watched it about seven times Jesus Christ I you did it. some yeah you which this is strange because I've never even done this mm. I love collecting my physical Blu-rays what did you do with this film I bought it on Google Play for like 20 euros 20 but do you know what it was because back then that was 2019 
it wasn't streaming anywhere at the time. It probably is now. I don't so, really know. So you couldn't wait? But no, of course I couldn't. I needed to watch it again That's and again. Mad. And then during COVID, I think I watched it twice. I'm such a loser. Mm. I'm sorry. No, no, you're not a loser because I do the same except with good films. Um, <laughs> no, um, no. I, look, I think I'm... I don't, I, I, I don't want to come across crazy harsh with this film. Okay, because it succeeds a lot. It yeah. does. But... I think I just have hang-ups with it that I can't get past. Well, so, you need to. You need to get <laughs> over try. yourself, okay? So let's go through our hits and misses. Um, oh, we've got some dogs barking. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my, okay, my hits. So my first, first one is yeah. the soundtrack. And you it's honestly yeah. one of the, do you know what Are you I talk about the score or the both both yeah, okay. both oh my gosh i genuinely used to listen to this all mm. the time when that movie came out i i think i had spotify or apple yeah. music i can't remember and i was listening to it religiously like i think the songs it, the songs it chooses they're all brilliant songs some of them are a little on the nose they are yeah but like at the time and, yeah uh, there's, there's a couple more i can't think there of. are but at the time, I didn't think about that. I was okay. just like, I think it was just so well done mm-hmm. for the film. And in the scenes that they shoot some of those songs and scores, mm. it, just, it just works so effortlessly. Okay. okay. No, I, I do think I'll go. I'm moving around my hits now just to tie in. Mm. I think they do add to the atmosphere. And that's what, what was a big hit for me was the atmosphere. Yeah. Setting it in. I think I figured out it was set in 1981. And that was because of a cinema billboard. Oh, really? Was I didn't like um, that. So 1981. And it kind of... I was surprised they made it a period setting. Yeah. But Can you hear my belly? I can. Yep, sorry. <laughs> um, I was surprised they did that and not just said it nowadays. But I think that was a great decision. Yeah. Because... I yeah. actually didn't even notice that. But now that I'm thinking about it, some of the... There was mm. some very obvious... Yeah thing is there to show that it was set then yeah i like i can't think of the logic other than this story suits that era best yeah um, that's a great decision fair, fair play mm-hmm. do you want to go for your second hit my second one is quite similar to what you've just said in terms of like the atmosphere as such i kind of went into talking about like how i really loved the costume designs mm. and set designs and i just loved the whole vibe yeah like i thought it was just really well done yeah no for sure, the artistic direction in this film is amazing, pretty brilliant, mm. um, and that kind of leads into later on when I'm going to be talking about the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, my second hit. I'm going to say Joaquin Phoenix for my second hit. So he is exceptional in this film. Mm-hmm. So again, I don't want. I, I I I'm never going to take away from what he did for this film. Yeah, it was insane. He he took on an interpretation of the Joker. All right. I still prefer Heath Ledger's version, mm-hmm. but it's a different version. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Joaquin Phoenix as well. I, I loved, he did one speech on his awards because he won every award for the best actor that year. He did one spe- speech where I think it was the SAGs where he was talking to the other nominees that year and mentioned mm. all of them and how big a fan he was of them. And then he ended by saying, winning this award, I'm standing on the shoulders of, of Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Yeah. You know? And I, I think it's true. I think he Heath Ledger is always going to be the definitive version of this, mm-hmm. of this character. But he did brilliantly took on what the script gave him. And uh, yeah, the, the laugh 
Oh, the laugh is oh just incredible. Oh my gosh, incredible. it's insane. He's so good at it. Um, no, brilliant. And he did, it's a studio film, but he, he definitely approached it like it was an artistic yeah. role. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair play to him. He's class. Do you want to go for yeah, third? My, third, my third hit is Walking Phoenix's yeah, yeah. performance. I just... There's just... It's unmatched. It's amazing. Sorry, I just can't. Like, I loved it so much. Yeah, he's, he's some actor. He is. Like, I don't think you've seen some of his, like, darker stuff. No. He did one, uh, You Were Never Really Here. Is that mm-hmm. the one? That's what I'm thinking. Because he's, he's really annoying. He did a film called I'm Not There and then another's another okay. called You're Never Really Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that one where he plays a, a hitman. Mm. But it's a, it's not like a slick hitman. It's like a really normal guy going out killing people and dealing with that. It's an unreal film. But it, that for me, that and Joker are probably the two roles I kind of always think about him for. Yeah. And then when you look at other roles, he's, he's completely different again. Yeah. He's really no, he's good, good at like making you forget that it's him. Yeah. 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 Um, I still think his best film was Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see Parenthood with Steve so. Martin? I could have, but I can't remember. Yeah. He's like a 13 year old boy. In it. Yeah. And yeah. You told me about it. He gets the sex talk from Keanu Reeves. Oh it's yeah. It's hilarious to look back at that. Uh, my third hit is quite simply Robert De Niro. Okay. Watching Robert De Niro in this, he's, and I don't, don't mean any disrespect, but he's trying in this film and he doesn't try very often. Mm. Now, nowadays, a lot of the films seem to be paychecks for him. And in this film, he's going for it. As the chat show host, he's coming in with a bit of um, just this energy that mm. you don't always see. And he, he's really good at it. Really good. Yeah, he is. So I, I, I just think he, he, he's probably in the conversation for the best actor of all time. Yeah. And we don't see enough of that now. No. Anymore. We don't. So, yeah, fair play to him for taking that role and 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 putting the effort in. Yeah. It sounds, sounds really, like, patronising. Yeah, because I, I, I don't agree that he doesn't try in other stuff. Yeah, I know, but it's not that he doesn't try, but he doesn't... He plays what's on the page and he doesn't seem to elevate All right, anything okay. he's working in. So, you know, if you, anyone's seen Dirty Grandpa or... Oh, yeah. Or what was that one? War with Grandpa or something like that? Yeah. He's taking these roles and doing what's on the page. Okay, fair enough. The Irishman, he was great in, but uh, that film's a bit boring. But otherwise, it's just, it doesn't seem to be... The acting doesn't seem to be a passion of his anymore. Okay. That's what I'm getting from well, watching Well, he is him. older. Maybe in his mind, he just would like to retire. Yeah. Do you know but again, I mean? that's why watching this film, I'm like, him as a chat show host, is, he's doing brilliantly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'd watch that chat show as well. He you know? would. That's <laughs> uh, okay, that's the end of my hits. Is that the end of your hits? Yeah. Okay. I have five misses. Oh my God, you're disgusting. I know, I'm sorry. So I'm going to get into them as quick as I can. Yeah. Um, my first is this film not only draws from so many other films, it just kind of blatantly rips them off. Okay? Sorry, no, it's, staring it's, at me it's so not hard. okay, but okay, go on. So the three quite obvious ones for me are Fight Club, mm-hmm. Taxi Driver. Yeah. And King of Comedy. Okay? You've seen Taxi Driver and Fight Club. Yeah. You haven't seen King of Comedy. So I hadn't seen King of Comedy when I first watched Joker. And I went and watched it after and I was like, oh, Jesus. Like, plot-wise. Question. Mm-hmm. 
Did you go and watch King of Comedy because you had heard that it was a copycat? No, it had been on my list for a long time. Okay. A long time. Okay. Um, I just thought you were influenced. And no, no, no. Why. It's Scorsese and De Niro. Like, it's, okay. it's, it's one of those ones that I have. I'm trying to tick off lists of films, you know? Yeah. Uh, and King of Comedy is great. It's, it is different. It is, like, shot different and everything. But it's essentially about a guy idolizing a chat show host and mm-hmm. wanting to become a chat show host himself. So then mm-hmm. he goes and, and kidnaps the chat show host. Like, so it, it's very, the plot is quite, no. ah, come on. No, he doesn't kidnap anybody. He doesn't anybody. kidnap him, no, he doesn't do that. <laughs> but still, that, that, yeah, but that basic storyline is. Yeah, but you could say that about a million films, can't I know, I know, say, I know, I know. But, but casting De Niro as the chat show host when he plays the guy in the King of Comedy. Yeah. It's very but, obvious. Then we have Taxi Driver, the unhinged guy. Yeah. Who is now kind of looking down at society because society are looking at, down at him. And there's even that moment when he, when he makes the gun, uh, what's mm, it yeah, hand yeah. gesture to his head. That's like iconic from Taxi Driver. And the atmosphere is the same, the same as, as Taxi Driver. And then Fight Club with the, um, spoiler alert here for Joker, but, and, and Fight Club, I suppose. Uh, but with the whole, oh, she's not real. And it's showing mm. the scene. Oh, yeah. That's like lifted from Fight Club. And it's, look, every film, every story has already been tom- told, okay? Yeah. And people are just telling their own versions. But it just doesn't feel different enough for me. Oh, <sighs> God. Okay, sorry. I also have major problems with this director, okay? Todd Phillips. So mm-hmm. do you know what else he's done? Uh, his name, I definitely do. So he did Old School due date and the hangover films yeah right yeah i so like the hangover for but i don't like due date do you not like due date no i, I on rewatches i prefer due date but mm. i i still like hangover okay yeah now, those films have not aged well comedy wise all right no they haven't he relies very heavily on homophobic slurs in his films okay very heavily and i i was able to watch them and kind of forget about them and still enjoy the film but mm. he has hit out at woke culture for uh, basically saying you're not allowed to be funny anymore. Okay. And obviously that's not true. We yeah, watched yeah, yeah. we watched an R-rated film, R-rated comedy the other day, um, No Hard Feelings with yeah. J- Jennifer Lawrence. That's a really funny film that goes to the line, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't, you know, use homophobic slurs. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's literally it. So I, I, I think he's a little bit of a hack just because he said that. Okay. I was like, no, clearly you can't be funny because that's all that makes you laugh. Yeah. You know, find the other things. Comedy is still working. Okay, just yeah. look for it. Yeah. Anyway, that's my problem with it. Do you want to go for a miss? My only miss was you've criticized this so much that I question myself. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Question yourself. Yeah. Not question your love of the film. I question myself. <laughs> You're in my ear just constantly at me. Okay, I've got four more misses. So oh, I'm just go, go through them quickly up. then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of done with the, and I know it's the character, but it it leans on it heavily in this film. I'm, I'm done with the mental illness beco- making someone a villain. Okay, mm-hmm. I think that is a problem in f- films. It 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 was a big talking point uh, when Split came out. Yeah, and I was like, no, look, just because you hear someone is schizophrenic doesn't mean they're going to be a murderer. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? There's definitely a stigma. So I know they had to do with with, with this film. But I leaned heavily on it, and I'm 
it doesn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. Um, the message of the film with regards to people idolizing him, like this film when it came out, people were saying it was dangerous and irresponsible, and there was going to be riots on the street and billionaires getting murdered and all this because of it. <laughs> that didn't happen. No. All right, it I, was very purgeous. I don't actually. think it was. I don't think it was as influential as mm. people thought it was going to be. Yeah, but I still don't know I don't know if the message works yeah you know a guy looking for place in society so he kills people and then he becomes idolised because of that I don't know I think it's a bit foggy what they were trying to do and what they achieved you know okay um the last two are a little bit just comic book kind of stuff I don't think they needed to have anything to do with the Waynes and Bruce Wayne in this film I think it was just there just to be like, hey, we are a part of this universe. I think they could have just done Joker, not had any ma- major connections between them. You, and I don't, I'm done with seeing uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne getting murdered in the alley. We don't need to see it. We've seen it about oh, eight does times. Does it upset you? Oh, shut up. <laughs> and the last one is just like, this version of the Joker is not the mastermind villain mm-hmm. that he becomes. Like, I can't see him... Like the Joker versus Batman, it's it's a battle of the brains in the comic books and in the in the Dark Knight. You know, it's like how do we take down this guy? This guy would get caught by Batman immediately. Mm. All right, it's not. It, I don't. Yeah. I can't see him getting to the but, point. But you need to overlook that. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Although this is Joker, I think it's a totally different interpretation of what it could have been or what Joker could have been. It is. It is. No, I I absolutely agree. I just... Okay, well, that's it. No, no, you agree. Move <laughs> yeah, I'll, on. I'll leave it Move on. I'll leave it at that. It's just, it's just different. No, no, no. Shush. Well, you can't shush me now because it is Connor's movie spanning corner. I think <laughs> I you've like talked enough, I've to be honest. Yeah. And I actually have a, a fair bit to get through. Here. Oh, God. Okay, will I just make myself a cup of tea? Yeah, or? you can come back in, in <laughs> 10 minutes. Uh, no, I'll get through this quick. Our podcasts are getting longer and longer. So we... That's because of you. That's because of us. No, no. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't honey. Okay, let's go through quickly. So, Whacking Phoenix lost £52 for the roll. Yeah, it's crazy. Apparently his diet was one apple and lettuce and green beans every day. That makes me upset. Yep, but I'm thinking of doing that myself. Stop. I'm joking. Uh, number two, how, did you see the Jimmy Kimmel interview that Whacking Phoenix did while promoting the film? Rings a bell. Guys, it's the most awkward thing you'll ever see. So Jimmy Kimmel got given this video yeah. A behind the scenes, like. Oh, thing. I did. Did you and, see this? And he's like acting really weird. He's it? acting Not really nice. weird. And, but that's the thing. If you watch this, like, he's acting weird. But then if you pay attention to what's going on, it's clearly him and like one of the crew, maybe the director and of And he's getting angry. Having yeah. an argument. Yeah. So Jimmy Kimmel, I think he got sent to, he got sent to by, he said he got sent to by the producers or the director or someone. Yeah, it's very weird that they I were. I played it. And it, Joaquin Felix got, gets really awkward. Yeah. And apologetic. But I was like, did they know what they were playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, so, it felt really harsh. I was really like, why are harsh. you doing that to He him? didn't come across like an asshole to No, me. no, he yeah. was just argumentative as he anybody else having, would have been. He was, he was hungry. Yeah, I've yeah. been hangry, all right? <laughs> um, but I, no, it, people should go and watch that because that, that was It was so weird. abrupt, I remember that, yeah. It was just a terrible choice by Jimmy Kimmel. I don't think he knew what he was yeah, doing. Yeah, maybe either. not. Uh, three. So, there's a theory that the whole film takes place in... Arthur Fleck's head and he's in the asylum the whole time 
Mm, right? So I like when that. you cut to it at the end, and he says, oh, brilliant line at the end when he says, um, oh, I was just thinking of a funny joke. She's oh, like, tell yeah. it to me. And it's like, oh, you wouldn't get it. I, and that's just him thinking, like, kind of dreaming. Yes. Of becoming this idolized person. Yeah. Um, and another thing that feeds into that theory, it shows the clock on a wall a few times through the, at the film, and it's the same time. Every time oh, you see the clock. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's That's eleven eleven, and there's something to do with the Bible and eleven eleven. I don't know what it is. I don't really so. know. To be honest, the only eleven eleven thing I know is make a wish. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's what it is. Um, number four. So because of the weight loss. Yeah. The director said we can't do um, reshoots. Okay. Because we oh, can't good. get him to lose all the weight that again. That makes sense. So while making the film, he was constantly rewriting it, making sure they were going to get everything they needed. Yeah. Um, where am I? Number five. A big inspiration for his performance in this film is Tim Curry in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, I haven't seen. Yeah, it. I, I, you haven't. You, but you saw the I've stage. I've seen version. the stage version, and I can understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah just weird. Uh, this is one that I noticed while watching it. So he's watching the the Murray Franklin show at mm-hmm. one point, and it is just some throw that comes out isn't it yeah we're like very sure we're very sure I think Justin Throw is the guest yeah and he's he's introduced as an actor called Ethan Chase Mm -hmm. Ethan Chase is the name of the actor character Mm -hmm. uh, that Zach Galifianakis plays in another Todd Phillips film Due Date oh that's obviously just something small thrown in I don't think it's intended to be in the same universe or any crap like that but like Uh, it's just something I noticed. Uh, seven. Alec Baldwin almost played Thomas Wayne. Oh, I can see that. He would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, he dropped out, I think, a day after it was announced. So. Okay. Uh, Francis McDormand turned down the role of the mother. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I think Francis Conroy. I think I Conroy am too. I think it is, worked out well. Francis yeah. Conroy is class, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, oh, two Francis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so originally, when Warner, Warner Brothers wanted this film to be made, they wanted Martin Scorsese to make the film and get DiCaprio in to play the Joker. Oh. But that all ter- turned... They all, they wanted Robert De Niro at the time as well. Mm. Um, then I think at one point Martin Scorsese was producing the film. Mm-hmm. And he dropped out. So that's all very weird when you come into like two of... Martin Scorsese's films are kind of <coughs> ripped off for this film, <laughs> you know? Stop. Sorry. Uh, Whacking Phoenix also was once considered for Batman. They mm. were doing uh, an adaptation of Batman Year One, which is an amazing comic book. Um, and that film was going to be directed by Darren Aronofsky, but that never... Darren Aronofsky? Do you know him? No. Director of The Whale. Oh, yeah. Black uh, Swan as well. Yeah. So, this film somehow got 11 Oscar nominations. Don't say somehow. No, That's I'm so going to say weird. somehow because the odds are always against it when it's R-rated, when it's a comic book film. Mm-hmm. I think that's aged badly. I think it's like people have not turned against the film, but kind of gone, okay, I wasn't that good. Do you know? You I think it was the performances, though. I don't think yeah. it was necessarily, you know, mm. the fact that well, it was... Well, it won Best Actor. Yeah. Okay. So but wasn't it nominated for Best Picture? It was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director. Yeah. Like a load of big ones. One Best Actor beating uh, B- 
beating Adam Driver in Marriage Story. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, yeah, to be fair. The amount yeah, of work okay and that. effort that had to go into playing that character and oh, to yeah. lose the, all of the, the weight. The, the, the no, product is brilliant. You know? He's unbelievable. No, he, he was great. Uh, it also went one Best Original Score. Yeah. And I'm not thinking it was the first female winner of Best Original Score since mm-hmm. The Full Monty. Oh, wow. It was mad. I can't remember the name of the woman playing, or who, who did the score. Uh, yeah. But when I read it, I couldn't pronounce it, so that's why. Oh, fair enough. It. Yeah. Uh, so it got beaten. That year was a big year for Parasite. Yeah. You haven't seen Parasite. No, I haven't. You will watch it and you'll understand why. Yeah. Uh, it was also beaten for the screenplay by Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Do you like that one? I did. Yeah, yeah. Not as much as Joker, though. This is a great fact. Yeah. Uh, the Joker has uh, has now been uh, led to two actors winning Oscars for its portrayal. All right, that's only the second time ever that two different actors were up for, or that one best uh, or one Oscars for their acting of the same character. Mm -hmm. And previously, it was for Vito Corleone in The Godfather and The Godfather Part Two. They were played by Marlon Brando and Robert De Niro. Yeah, so mad connection there but cool stat you're giving me such a look like you don't care jesus i do i'm listening <laughs> okay you are you've yeah. just criticized criticized this movie so much that i'm just done no with I, for today. Again, I, I want i said at the top it's not as bad as i remember it okay then why did you spend because it's also not that good <laughs> it's also not that good uh, oh, the budget is estimated between 55 and 70 million it became the first R-rated film to make a billion worldwide. Yeah. It was actually... See, Connor, you're the only person on this planet who has a problem with this movie. But look, one wait, billion. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't one got to the ratings billion. yet. I haven't gotten to the ratings yet. <laughs> uh, I saw last week, because Barbie became the highest grossing film in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, but that's, Joker, that's just good marketing, though. Oh, well, brilliant. Joker marketing. wasn't marketed as much. No, but Joker got... Uh, it, it, it's on the list. It's eighth, eighth highest in, our, in Ireland. So. Again, good marketing with Barbie. That's yeah. all it is. Uh, so, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes rating is? Like 85%. 69. That's disgusting. <laughs> Everyone can IMDb, rock. IMDb, 8.4. Metacritic, 59. So the, There's something wrong with that's people. That's an average of the three. Well, do you know what? It's 7. only weird people like you that go on and put weird up their people, votes yeah, okay, and all okay. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm done with the movie explaining. Let's go to your lookalikes. Oh, I don't like, even know if I want to do this. I'm I don't so think mad you at you. Any. I can't think of... I have a few. You have a few? Okay, yeah, go yeah, for yeah. it. Okay, so <laughs> I laughed out loud when I noticed this during the movie. And I don't know if you noticed. And I was going to say it to you. And I was like, oh, he'll give out to me. Okay. So the first one is Glenn Flashler. He plays the clown that gives Walking Phoenix the gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I just want you to close your eyes. No. I can picture him. I can picture him. And picture Killian Murphy, <laughs> bald head. <laughs> Do you see it? No! No, 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 no. They look, their eyes are the same. No, they don't. Lock him up right now. No, no, I, no, I can picture him. He doesn't look anything like Killian Murphy. That's the worst. <laughs> That's the worst one. No, he so looks far. like Killian Murphy. If no, he, no, if no, no, no. If he goes no, bald. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Sorry, move on to the next one. Right. Anyway, Brian Callen, who plays Javier. Who's Javier? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> He's in it, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is, I oh wrote all of this down at the time. At the time and now I, I can't, can't remember. remember. Javier, Javier. Look him up. Is he... <laughs> is he in the clown I wonder, shop? I? Is he the guy... Is he the boss uh, of all the guy, clowns? This guy. Him. Was he in the film? <laughs> I know Brian, Brian Callum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But was he in the film? Yeah, he was. He was Javier. <laughs> I don't think, just because you say that, I can't remember Brian Callan in this film. Anyway. Okay, keep going. I don't think it's him, but go on. I, I think he looks like a mix of Dominic West, Ben Affleck, and Zachary Levi. Okay, that's fine. Brian Callan wasn't in the film, but. <laughs> was he in this film? Sorry, I am actually going to look it up there. I am going to look it up. Shall I continue while you're looking yeah, it up? Yeah, go for it. Okay, Douglas Hodge. No, he does he play? <laughs> he plays Michael Caine's character. I'm sorry. What do you mean, I'm Michael done. Caine's? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alfred Pennyworth, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He plays him, so I think he looks like, and you need you probably need to look this guy up as well. He looks like a mixture of Will Ferrell and Colin Firth. Um. You need an Yeah, this no, I I agree. I do agree actually with that one. I don't know if you do. I think no, you're no, just I shook by Javier. I, I'm still looking for Brian Callan in this bloody film. No, I like yeah, I see I see him he was cast. He he's been in loads of Todd Phillips films before. <laughs> I don't know. I have no memory of him in Anyways, this. Anyway, anyway, yeah, but there were so many people in this. Yeah. Anyway. Awesome. Um also okay, so this is Walking Phoenix so there was moments and I stress moments that he reminded me and it was just his eyes of my brother Lee no oh sorry go on (laughs) sorry oh my god sorry Zach Efron yeah his eyes okay okay it's all right Lee doesn't listen to the podcast Um, um and that girl what's her name Zazie Beats. Yeah, I was going to say it wrong. That's why I asked you. She reminds me of a mix of Selena Gomez Demi Lovato and Hayley Atwell all mashed together no, just if it's certain Selena looks. Gomez. Selena Gomez, a little bit. Let me try. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. There's something there. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Fair enough. That's it. Any more? No. No, you'll be happy to hear. Very happy altogether. Uh, Alex's review, so we got it. Um, we might as well just say what she said. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It, was, um, it was quite a thoughtful review. It was very thought-provoking and she, something I didn't expect. She said she's not sure about the message in that the... Uh, because, just because people are mean to you or treat you differently, you can't just go and kill them. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously referring to like Robert De Niro yeah. being mean. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great review. Great review. Great I message. disagree. Well, if someone hurts you, you take him down. I don't think the film is trying to say that the Joker is right. <laughs> you know, I don't think he's, it's a way, but fair enough. Yeah. Right, let's move on to the movie explaining questionnaire. These are 10 quick fire questions for both myself and Andrea to answer. So... Favourite performer of the movie? Quite simple. Who is it? I don't know. I don't Who's your favourite? I couldn't find one. Your favourite performer of the movie? Did you forget to do this section? <laughs> no, I didn't. I just wanted to see the look on your face. <laughs> what the hell? Obviously, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's obvious. Uh, quote to live by? Uh, my quote to live by is, I used to think that my life was a tragedy, but now I realise it's a comedy. That's good. All these lines are taken from other things, by the oh, way. Oh, who cares? Just Sorry. enjoy it. Uh, 
I was between the, the the bad joke he tells at the stand-up where it's like, Mom, I'm <laughs> going to be a comedian. It's so bad. Uh, well, who's laughing now? Or something like that. It's an awful joke, but it's actually taken from a comedian oh, who tells it? it very well. Okay, fair uh, enough. It's all about tone, comedian. isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. all about, about timing. Um, but I was I like that, but I also think just that last line, the, oh, I was thinking of a funny joke. You mm-hmm. wouldn't get it. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent Amazing. What's your favourite scene? My favourite scene is, well, I love the dance scene, which I reenacted. Down the stairs, which you reenacted, which will go up on our Instagram. I'm no, sure. it won't. Yeah. And the final scene uh, with De Niro, because it's so unhinged. It's a great scene. I was, you're so tense because you're like, what's going to happen? What's he going to do? What's he going to do? And mm. then he shoots him. Yeah, I think, um, and because it's, it's teeing up for us for ages. Yeah. Uh, by the way, did, I never like, got around to saying this. Did you not recognise that actor who was like De Niro's producer? or something I remember no. the two of them go in and I'm like who's that guy yeah no? oh yeah sorry it was Mark Maron Mark Maron yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I think I clocked it when the movie was ending and I was like oh wait yeah Mark Maron famously now. did a whole rant against comic book films and on then his he podcast started. and then he was in that and I was like oh mm. did you know mm. but then he did address it he was like oh yeah I did a rant before but now I'm in them and I think he did another I think he did yeah. League of Super Pets or something like okay, that okay interesting mad um my favourite scene, yeah, I'm between the final chat show scene and also the train sequence where, where he kills the three guys. Okay. I think that was done very well. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I like that one. Recasting the film. Um, I don't think I'd recast it. So I probably wouldn't as well. I'm delighted we got Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. I, I just want to see Jake Gyllenhaal play the Joker. Or his version of it. Really? Yeah because of a film I'm going to come to I don't know why I feel like you'd get a Jared Leto version of that if you did Jake Gyllenhaal he's a really good actor but I can't see him doing that okay well save that because I'm going to come back to him in a second okay phone watch how often were you tempted to pick up your phone not once okay well I think I didn't I didn't want to pick up my phone but I think Mm. if I'm watching this again there's definitely moments when I'm going to pick up my phone no, to be honest. Why? I think I think it's I can see it being one of those ones going, Oh, I can tune out for a little while. I'm not being mean to this film. You're being mean to me. Okay, the film this film made me want to watch what? Um Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. And um you're King gonna be so excited. Oh yeah, that too. Oh, that too yeah. But uh, no, I said Dark Knight. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think I I agree. Um yeah, we watched The Dark Knight two years ago and we have not watched The Dark Knight Rises yet so we need to do like a double bill of those two, I think. No, it's okay. <laughs> well, the one I said, the film made me want to watch Nightcrawler mm-hmm. starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you haven't seen it, no. but it's very similar kind of eerie character and yeah. that's, Nightcrawler is the reason I want to see Jake Gyllenhaal as a Joker. Okay, fair so, enough. Interesting. Could this film be a West End musical? Like, no, yes. Well, we're going to see... Apparently, the sequel is very musical. I know, I heard that because Gaga's in it. That's mad. I can't wait to see it. I am looking forward to seeing it. Mm -hmm. What is the MCU connection? Do you have any? Oh, um, I forgot to even think about this. Um, I found two. I don't know. I don't know. I found two and a half. Tell me. Uh, Well, the half, it's not really, I suppose, but Deadpool's about to be part of the MCU. And Zayda Beats is in Deadpool 2. Uh, one is the guy in the mental institution in yeah. Arkham Asylum. Oh, yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. He is in The Eternals. Ah. 
Uh, and then the other one, that Joker is produced by Bradley Cooper, mm-hmm. who is Rocket Raccoon in mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How many stars are you giving this film? Five. 3.5. You're disgusting. <laughs> Would you watch it again? Yeah, but not with you ever again. Yeah, but not for a long time. I said I was nicer about it. No, but... no. Never again with you, Connor. That's fine. That is fine. Finally smarming the s- scale. How smarmy was I on this podcast? Do you know what? You weren't smarmy. And it was upsetting. You wanted this me was to the be one smarmy movie. about one This like. was the one movie that I adore. I, I will take a copy to my grave with me. I love it that much. And you set out to upset me. And you you did it on purpose. You have this... Guys, if you could see his face right I now. He's got, he's got a look in his eye. I didn't it's do it evil. on purpose. You did You like to hurt me. No, but actually, watching this film, I didn't hate it as much as I had made out of then my Then why brain. have you told our audience that you hated it? I didn't. I said 3.5 stars. That's I didn't disgusting. say one or two stars. That's disgusting. 3.5 stars. It's, it's, it's what it deserves, apparently. 3.5. Anyways, and that's a wrap. <laughs> what did we I say? We are finishing up now. It's got an average score online of 70%. It's like, that's what I've given it. 3.5, 70%. Oh, just go away. Right. Thank you so much for listening, folks. That's all from us. That's our 10th episode. So... We're going to take a break from the podcast. From being together. together. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not. Uh, No, but we are going to take a break from the podcast for the month of September. uh, Ahead of, I suppose, season two on the podcast. Mm. Um, We're hoping to come back in October uh, for spooky season. Yes. We'll do three or four horror films throughout the month of uh, October. And then probably, we'll probably keep going till Christmas. And do a couple of Christmas films. Yeah. yeah. Get ready, guys. It's going to be a seasonal treat. Absolute treat. But please, in the meantime, before we come back for season two, please keep supporting us uh, as much as you can. Share our stuff online. Tell your friends and family to listen. Review us on Apple Podcasts. All that kind of stuff. And also write to us. Mm. Tell us what you think of the podcast. We love getting those messages. Yeah. Um, but also, you can make suggestions. So think some Halloween films. Think some... Yeah, we would love some audience... Um, movie yeah. watches that'd be class There's the, the one that I think we're, we're fairly set on doing is The Exorcist mm-hmm. like we've neither of us have actually seen The Exorcist no so that's that's definitely on the list yeah but yeah please send us uh, more suggestions you can contact us through the Instagram page at moviesplaining to my girlfriend so please uh, yeah share your thoughts that'd mm-hmm. be great this episode was brilliantly produced and edited by Andrea Tai, and our excellent theme song was written by Dara O'Brien and performed by Dara O'Brien and Kathy Gardner. That's all from us. We'll see you next month. Yeah. yeah. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh,
You don't have headphones in. You're fine. Calm down. I know, but the slurping sound. Can you imagine if I did have my headphones in? Um, you didn't give me credit for how funny I was a few minutes ago before I left the room. Sorry. Go on. Give me the... How are you When funny? you told me that you had eaten so much fibre. And? And, and I said... <laughs> and I said... And that's where that conversation ends. So was that the joke? So funny. That was the I joke. I didn't want to hear about your bowel habits, and I knew you were going that way. Uh, no, I actually was going to say that. I was, I, I was going to end the conversation there because I knew nothing else needed to be said. No, generally, Connor, you go into detail. Oh, why are you telling me <laughs> what I do in the past? I wonder if you're recording right now. <laughs> <laughs>